It's the Power Hour LSU podcast. Let's go! Kayshawn stays. Jack leaves. Does that tell us anything? Say for my class, for my three and out people, I feel like this year a big year for us. Come in, do what you got to do and get out. You don't want to be here longer than you need to. Yeah, just accountability, picking up your teammates uh, when not everybody's around. Maybe it's just you and your friend uh, thinking properly and doing things the right way. Just a bunch of things like that, um, which I think is going to help us in the long run become, uh, you know, a national caliber football team. Welcome back to the PHL podcast. Do you think less of Jack Besh now that he has packed his bags and gone to another school? I am shocked at how many Jack Besh questions I got during the year. I do think one of the reasons is because, well, the clip you just heard him speaking uh, there was actually from an interview he did with me. Uh, it was over an hour long. It got really deep, and I really enjoyed talking with them. And I've Twitter DM'd with him a few times after that. And look, he is a really, really good dude just from the conversations I've had with him. And the clip before that was actually another interview done before the season. Once again, both of these interview clips happen from before the season. And that was Kayshawn with the Kalata show talking about getting out as soon as you possibly can, right? He said, Are three and three and done guys, such as you played three years, go to the NFL. We need to hurry up and, you know, play this year and get to the NFL as soon as we possibly can. And the reason why I played those clips is because those clips are a juxtaposition of what actually ended up happening, right? Jack Besh, who we thought would finish as one of the best wide receivers ever at LSU, left. And Kayshawn, who we thought going into this year, a lot of different things um, you know, is he really locked in? Is he really uh, getting along with Brian Kelly? What's his injury situation like? And we know for sure this will be his final year just for him to say he is going to stay, which, as many of you know, I'm pretty ecstatic about. Now, the reason why I play those clips back-to-back is, once again, it's ironic how it all played out. It You would have never, and I mean never have guessed before the year that it would be Jack Besh leaving and Kayshawn staying. But that one decision by Kayshawn to stay actually forced Jack Besh to leave. And I know what you're saying right now. Well, you do know Jack Besh could have stayed. Really? No way. Here with Jack Besh, you have a supreme wide receiver talent. He is a third down slot machine move the chains maven now would i have liked to have seen jack besh play a little bit more of the hybrid tight end role like the 10.5 personnel that's why i called it i don't know if other people call it that but you know the hybrid tight end um would it would i like to have seen him play more of that this year yes but brian kelly preferred mason taylor who by all accounts had a really good true freshman season so jack did not play tight end, where as a true freshman, he was essentially playing a kind of, sort of, ish tight end role. So you then leave that role and join a more crowded position as a pure wide receiver, and you get hurt. Uh, You had the mistakes on special teams. 
you actually do get open early in the season, and Jack was missed for two big games by uh, JD5, and for some reason Jaden didn't throw it to him. So you wonder, did Jack really ever have chemistry with the actual quarterback, Jaden Daniels? There's all these different things that happen to Jack Besh that, you know, on top of, you know, once again, those nagging injuries, that just worked against him. And the thing about the wide receiver position is that it truly is a transactional position, right? You're only as good as the person throwing you the football. And Jack Besh, who had a really good chemistry with Max Johnson, just simply did not have it with Jaden, who is not a great thrower of the football. Now, he is a good and capable thrower of the football, but overall, that's just not who he is. And a position like slot wide receiver that your production is heavily reliant on volume. If the quarterback at that position doesn't actually throw the football, it's going to hurt your production. So I'm going to leave you with two things to keep this podcast a little brief here. Number one, college football is crazy. You never really know what's going to happen, right? Like, here's a good example of it. Brian Kelly, I actually have a clip here. I'm not going to include it just for brevity, but Brian Kelly had so many good things to say about Jack Besh, not only, you know, before the season, but during the year when Jack was struggling. And, you know, they made it a point to get Jack Besh more touches in the New Mexico game and as a returner, but Jack just wasn't as good as he was last year, even with the Jaden struggles. Um, The second thing here that I think it's very important to realize here is that this was the right move for Jack Besh personally. Now, LSU is a better football team with Jack on the roster, and there is a piece of me that thinks, well, maybe if we redefine his role a little bit, he could be a better fit for the Mike Dimbrock, Brian Kelly offense. But he has two years left of playing, right? Only two. And to come back to a wide receiver room where, you know, Kayshawn's ahead of him, Malik is ahead of him, and I think most of you would say Brian Thomas Jr. is ahead of him, even though Jack is a different type of player than those three players. Um, you know, it made a lot of sense uh, that he left because I'm here to tell you he would be the best wide receiver on a lot of SEC teams. I can assuredly say he would be the best wide receiver on Arkansas with what they're returning. Mississippi State is at a real dire need of uh, skill position players. There's a lot of different schools I can mention. And I could also see Jack, because he does you know, love LSU a bunch, I could see Jack going out of the SEC as well. So, Look, I don't think any less of Jack making this decision. And even though I love LSU as much as I love LSU, trust me, Jack probably loves it even more with his family ties to the school. I, I I probably would have done the same thing. And I think a lot of you would have done the same thing as well. So one man's decision, Kayshawn made this a very easy decision for Jack Besh, who, quite frankly, I thought was leaning towards the transfer portal Anyway, so look, you know, this is the craziest thing about college football. As many of you know that have been following me for quite some time, Jack Besh was my number one receiver in that 2020. 
2021 crop with Malik, Brian Thomas Jr., Chris Hilton, and um, Deion Smith. And it isn't going to turn out that way, but it kind of looked like it was going to be that way at first, right? And the funny thing about it is so much can change at the wide receiver position that you are no longer that guy. And that is, quite frankly, what happened here. So, you know, I like Jack. I know he's going to do great things wherever he goes. I actually hope he goes outside the SEC. That would be pretty painful for him to, you know, put up numbers on us and just other teams in our conference. But, you know, at the same time, LSU is going to be fine. There are more great wide receivers from the state of Louisiana that don't go to LSU than do go to LSU just simply because there's not enough balls to go around. There's not enough volume to go around. Dontavian Wicks at Virginia is a stud. Keon Coleman at Michigan State is a stud. You might not know who those guys are, but they are Louisiana wide receivers who went to different uh, schools. Um, the list goes on and on. Marquez Stevenson at, at Houston recently. Um you know, the guy that won the Heiser Trophy at Alabama. The list goes on and on and on. Trey Palmer this last year was a Bolitnikoff semifinalist. Um, it, it, it goes to show you that playing wide receiver at LSU is really hard. And I, I think that's essentially what happened here. So, you know, it, it, it stinks, but this happens more often at this position than it doesn't. And that is the bottom line here. So I, I, I've gotten messages from some of you. Why did Jack quit? We we've we thought he was gonna stick it out through LSU uh, through you know his career at LSU, but simply put, I totally understand why he made the move that he did. And I totally get why Kayshawn wanted to come back. And that decision honestly changes the futures of both of these extremely talented individuals now hope you guys subscribe and ring the bell on the youtube channel for five star uh five star reviews and all the good stuff and as we always do we like to give you one little extra nugget at the end of the video i'd say in the video of the podcast um keep in mind that this is all very 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 fluid and there are more productive wide receivers than Jack Besh who have also entered the transfer portal. Rara Thomas of Mississippi State, um, Treshawn Holden at Alabama. This is normal for skill position guys. And something else is skill position guys enter the transfer portal at a far higher rate than linemen do. And if you keep that in mind, it'll help you process how the future of recruiting actually is going to work where i think college football teams are going to focus their high school recruiting more on linemen and emphasize linemen because there will be more skill position talent in the portal um every year that's just what the data has shown up to this point so we hope you come by and uh do all the good stuff and happy holidays to every single one of you it is the PHL podcast, baby. Bam! And tonight, woo, let's do some taco soup night. Ooh, let's go.